what's going on? Well, it, it, you know, it, chilling is me a week. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been, I've started watching wrestling since like seven o'clock. So mm-hmm. I got that on, I got that on the Apple TV and some of my favorite gadgets. So I'll get into that as far as like many a week. Cause there's one in particular gadget that always comes with me oh, whenever see, I go to you, mania. See, you did the same thing I did. I put the productivity apps on the list, but I saved the, like the actual like tech. So that's on a completely separate list that you can't see, but I, I think we might have some in common. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on with you? Not much, not much. Um, that, that, we haven't talked since then, right? So, because we're we'll saying say Thursday, officially, mm-hmm. you know, quick work update that I thought was funny. Um, I already told you about how like they extended the thing, getting the training and all this other stuff, right? So, right. Wednesday, my boss was supposed to present that um, that thing, the the, the audit. And the mm-hmm. social the social media manager on the team that, you know, for our client, ironically, just decided she didn't want to show up that day. Now, remember, I was telling you that I feel as though that person, their social media manager for the client, feels like her job is being threatened, right? So imagine mm-hmm. she cancels, not even in an email or anything. She sent out an email at like 9, 10 o'clock that morning making adjustments to the meeting saying that she's going to be there and then she just didn't show up to the meeting when it actually happened mm-hmm. kind of like a slap in the face to us for one doing the work and two just like you know my boss trying to present this stuff right so to me i'm like i i told y'all this was going to happen we went and tried to pretty like the presentation make it look nice all this other like craziness and i'm like no just stop trying to make things pretty if you want to tell a story tell a story without trying to make it look like a disney film right the -hmm. issue that that happened i'll be real brief with this is they when i say they meaning she got asked one question and she was a little bit like surprised that they asked the question so she said hey we're going to present the social media audit and mind you they've known about us doing or presenting a social media audit for at least three four weeks to the point where when we went to the meeting, she talking about not my boss, but the other lady, she says, well, exactly what are you auditing? Like, like what what's the need for the social media audit? And I said in my head, this is the shit I'm talking about. This this is the shit I'm talking about. So without saying anything too much long, you know, much longer about that, mm-hmm. I, I really want old people. I say old people because I'm considered old. I want people to start embracing technology, Mm -hmm. embracing social media, and embracing like the forwardness of it. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'll say this as we like get into the flow of the show, we we can like like add this little part. So there there you are. But Chat GDP and AI is going to really fuck up a lot of the older generation. Like. Mm The, the people who swear off social media, swear off the internet, like they just use the internet for work. And then at 530, they just like go into a bubble and watch TV. It's like, you know what? TV is mm-hmm. tech, right? Um, right. And if that wasn't evident enough, we're going we're gonna to talk about the whole TikTok thing and what happened, you know, with the government meeting up with the CEO. But 
Yes. For me, I, I just I definitely feel like, and I'll expound on it more. AI and Chat uh, Chat GTP is there to make people's lives easier, and there's going to be a lot of people that are older than us that just won't get it, they won't consume it, and they're going to hate it. And mm-hmm. me, I know I'm embracing it. And the reason why I'm embracing yeah. it, we'll talk about later. But that, that, that's it for now. That's the the cold open for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So I. I I was wondering if I should even try to do a countdown because I kind of feel like us uh, talking about stereo and they little glitches. It's, it's a techie <laughs> thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So I don't know. I, I think that was that was a nice intro to the show. So we can just go ahead and get into some quick news. Um, okay. Of course, Chat GT, GPT is. Is it's pretty much the wave at this point. We we can agree on that. Also, yep. we know AI is here to stay, but I think there's some new concerns with AI. Well, one of the many that have come up, and one being AI generated images. <laughs> now, I was on the internet, kind of looking for you know techie news and whatnot, and the one particular mm-hmm. article that was on. An Australia news outlet site, uh, news.com.au, uh, mm. by Alex Blair. He reported eerily realistic AI generated images of Donald Trump arrest, quote unquote, reveal a scary future. And of course, they go on to show a bunch of images of Donald Trump um, in a prison jumpsuit, uh, being arrested, and in the article, he pretty much mentions applications like MidJourney, which is an AI application that was used to generate such photos. Um, and I, I don't know if anyone's seen these on the internet, uh, but they are very realistic. They mm-hmm. look very real. But but in the article, uh, the author talks about uh, the power of widely accessible artificial intelligence has been causing a massive stir in online in recent months. With the arrival of chat GPT, of course, the rapid advancement in the capabilities of AI image generation has one of the major talking points with concerns over creative professions being made redundant by a supercharged computer applications. Uh, applications like MidJourney are able to generate highly complex and realistic images based on minimal input from users. Pretty much any scenario can be envisioned by the artificial intelligence, and it's going to spit out multiple variants of the request in a split second. Now, is it any wonder at this point that someone would try to create a un, unflattering, I guess it could be a word, images of politicians or former politicians, whatever, whatever notable figure that may be polarizing and totally spread them on the Internet. And, and like I said, um, these images are on the Internet. These images are, are actually on Twitter um, and they are very <clears throat> realistic. There's one particular yeah. image of Trump crying in the courtroom. There's one of him lifting weights in a prison jumpsuit. I mean, yeah. like, it's funny, but it's not. Um, it showed an image of Melania Trump uh, screaming in protest. And, you know, there's one funny image of him actually running away from cops. Now, like I said, if you mm-hmm. saw these you think wow like that's a real downfall but they're not real at all 
yeah. they're not authentic at all. But the fact that there is an application available today that can do this is um I don't know if I don't know I, I don't know if I want to say scary. I don't know if mm-hmm. I want to go that deep, but it's it's concerning. Right? Mm-hmm. Because like I said, the images are funny, but they're not. Okay, because they're not real and things like this can harm yeah. someone's reputation. And here on the Black Techies, we've talked about AI in great detail many times, including racism in AI. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody may think, well, why are you playing a race card? Well, Black folks have been framed many times by this justice system. Many times. So if you want someone to be guilty of something, you can doctor up some photos, uh, create some other evidence. As we as we showed with the previous show we talked about with the um, the gentleman who was arrested for stealing something and apparently AI picked him out of a lineup and he didn't do anything at all. It took him a year to get his life back on track. We talked about that. So this is a very real possibility that this would be used to further disparage Black folks and other marginalized communities. So, yeah, I definitely had to uh, report on that image. And I, I don't know if you've seen these images or not floating around on the internet. Oh, I, lo- I looked. And yeah, that, it's, it's just crazy to believe. Um, like, that is the scary side of it. Um, it's, I'm trying to find a positive in it, and I can't yet because of you know, it's right. like, you know, it's Trump and all that, but I feel like there's going to be not as much bad because people want to find a way to make it negative, but I want to, I'm hoping for the good in that. I'm hoping that mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like an idea, like people who are like not photogenic or like photographers, like right. they can remaster like using AI, like wedding photos, like mm-hmm. it'll stop the, you know, right. that that's like something for me that can correct it. Um, there actually is an AI that I was looking at on TikTok. And again, like I, I forgot what the young lady's name is, but she is one of the few people who have started this new trend of being a AI influencer, which I was like, oh, well, that's a new category. I need to be a part of it because that's honestly where the money's going to flow. So Mm-hmm. I think you I think you and I definitely need to embrace that because I think that's just going to be a really big money funnel for the next like yeah. five to 10 years. And us mm-hmm. focusing on that, like, I don't know if you notice, even on like TikTok, I've been like uh, approaching it with like the Poe and all, all that other stuff. But right. with her, she found an app that it essentially lets you look at videos straight like straight on. So even like me, when I look at my TikTok videos, I'm not looking directly at the camera. I'm looking like at the screen to make sure that my cadence is right and stuff like that. There's Mm -hmm. a pro, there's a AI app that allows you to actually go and fix your eyes. Now I know (laughs) that shit sounds crazy. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, like (laughs) I'm, I'm trying to find the, it's like AI eye contact, right? And I, I want to mm. say, uh, where is it? Because she, she definitely, there's like NVIDIA eye contact AI, but she specifically, let me see if I can play it. Hold on, because I just found it. 
Hopefully I'm not ruining her intellectual property, but she will be fine. Let's see. Uh, da -da. Of, of course, when I want to play the video, it doesn't play. But oh, either way, okay. uh, the, the way that she had framed it was she was like, not only can this create trendy captions on your videos that everyone loves, it will allow you to always have eye contact with the camera, even when you're looking down. The wow. app says, yeah, it's only for iPhone right now. Um, and I can't, she didn't put the name of the app. And of course, my computer, which, the app here we is go. Called captions. It's called Captions. Real quick, it, it does captions, what I okay. recorded. Mm -hmm. And I want the AI emphasis, meaning it's going to automatically emphasize the words. As you see, it creates the captions as well, which is really dope. So this is the second part I want to show you. They have AI content, meaning if you were looking a little bit down, AI is going to make it look like you're always looking at the camera. On the left is me, what we recorded. On the right, you can see it's always going to have eye contact. So I may be, if you look a little bit on the left, I may be looking a little bit down, right? But on the right, I will always give you eye contact. That is crazy. Tell me this is not yeah. fire. That, like, and for anybody who's watched, like, listening, her uh, profile is, this is Nikki, Nikki S on TikTok. And I get a lot of my, like, mm -hmm influencing ai because of her i feel like a black woman obviously like in ai like she's found her niche and i'm like that's good we mm -hmm. like tech we like you know i just i want to be a part of this and the reason why i want to be part like all these things are going to make life so much easier for people that right there right. i know it's going to help me um with video podcasting which i hope to plan to do just recording on tiktok and stuff i know i look at the phone and not at the camera because I think it's weird to just mm -hmm. look, look, you know, focus on a lens that's not really there. So mm -hmm. with that technology, it's yep. going to make life easier. Like I know I'm going to get a second, um, like an iPhone, just to have like this app. My only issue that mm -hmm. I've had so far with AI before we move on and like you know the Chat GTP thing is the the pay for play. I understand that. The technology mm -hmm. for them yeah. probably was expensive and they're trying to get it back in blood, but I'm not prepared yet to pay $20 for every mm. platform. That That's right. my big, like, I, I need a platform that's going to do it all. Like, I know captions probably cost, like, money every month or every year. Um, one app that we, we can talk about later, they're, like, $20 a month, and I'm trying to attempt to see the value in the $20 a month. Like mm -hmm. I, I want to, I want to see if it's going to be worth that. I just don't believe that there won't be something in like three months that if I signed up for a yearly subscription for $199, $20, or whatever a month, something else is going to come out. And it's going to be even more advanced, even better and right. give me more resources and stuff like that. So this one, I want to try it out. I have it downloaded on my phone, but yeah. Um, Apps like these with AI, that was one of the perfect examples of, yeah, they can like dupe Trump and, you know, Trump and stuff like that, but there's positives to it. Like having direct eye contact, that's going to be a huge thing. Eventually we'll get to the point where people in Zoom meetings, like I have a MacBook. I hate looking at Zoom, you know, not Zoom, uh, what do you call it? Like 
Teams and we use like yeah. Slack huddles and go- we use a lot of Google Meet meetings. And I never mm-hmm. look into the camera. I'm, it always looks like I'm looking off into the distance of my computer or my actual monitor. Yeah. So it looks like mm-hmm. I'm not being productive. It's like, no, I'm, I'm listening to y'all. I just don't want to like always look like I'm focused on, you know, the five people that are there. Cause then it just looks like you just, mm-hmm. okay, that person's talking. Let me look at them. Now this person's talking. Let me look at that. Like it just looks ridiculous. Right. But eventually with technology like captions and stuff like that, it's going to like revolutionize things. And for me, I understand it's going to be a lot of bad. I'm just embracing the good. So that's just me. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that definitely sounds like an interesting um, application. I am curious to see it in action though. Um, So definitely send me her TikTok because it's like, I can kind of see what the app is trying to do, but I think I just need a visual to actually get it. And I know if you are, yeah. Oh no, I was agreeing. Like that's what I had to do as well. Like, yeah, it's, it's going to be one of those things where she gives you so much like value when it comes to AI stuff. And like that one in particular, when you see it, you'll be like, there's no fucking way. Like, you would think like the eye would be jagged or look like like a dead eye. Or something like no, this shit is right. like it almost looked like she was she went from using a regular like phone camera to a professional like Sony like ZV ten or something like that. So wow, j- just look at that video. You'll be like, oh, I, I get it now. Like it's mm-hmm. just too legit. It's too legit. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I definitely have to um, check that out. But uh, one more thing before we leave the news segment, uh, Mm -hmm. Security Week has reported that there is a data breach confirmed with ChatGPT. A security firm warns of vulnerable component exploitation. Um, Now, OpenAI did say that they had to take the chatbot offline early in the week. and it was related to the use of, of Redis.pv, which is an open source client library. Um, what was actually happening is that active users chat history was being it was being revealed to other users. So basically everybody else could see everyone's chat history. Mm. So, yeah, so that's a huge, huge uh, data breach. Um, so <laughs> Uh, you know, you should you you're using Chat GPT with the expectation that you know your data is your data, but however, there's mm-hmm. a chance that someone else is looking at um what you what you generated in Chat GPT. So a uh, huge concern there. Now it's reported by Security Week on March 28th. So mm. yeah, Chat GPT is is not immune to data breaches, and I'm pretty sure there are threat actors actively trying to see how they can uh, use chat GPT to their advantage to steal people's data. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I want to, I like, I just feel like there's going to be data breaches everywhere. Like this password managers that have like, like stuff like stolen and hacked all the time. Like uh, McAfee all the time. Um, I forgot what that password manager is. It's not one password stuff. The black, uh, the black and red icon one, but that one, 
like mm-hmm. has a data breach like at least two times a year, right? And mm-hmm. I, I I know it's gonna sound crazy to say this, but it's like certain things that you feel highly secure about, like mm-hmm. they don't really care about. Like they could care less about looking at your like Instagram page. They really don't. But mm-hmm. I'm sitting here just thinking about how it's it's gonna be improved. And if they're noticing these things at the beginning, they're already more advanced than what we have. The technologies we had right. like over the past like 10, 15 years, where it's like, oh, like there were no data breaches immediately. It was like once they got into the thick of stuff, Facebook, for example. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you weren't hearing about data breaches until four or five years after like it became like an item to use. Uh MySpace, right. same situation. I'm just talking like social medias, but when it comes to like actual like tech sites and you know, other like important like productivity type of things, they all have data breaches. The fact that they caught it in the first six months and they're like, okay, we're going to make this more like advanced. That helps for me know that I have peace in mind. No one is going to grow. I was listening to a clubhouse um, room. You know, unfortunately I went to one of those conspiracy theory rooms and this, uh, this woman who, in my personal opinion, she wants to portray herself as a know-it-all. Like, mm-hmm. like she she's first in everything. You can ask her about fucking, you know, aerodynamics and shit like that. She knows that. She knows about the wild, wild west. All, all these, like, things. So, obviously, AI came up today in this room. And she's talking about, yeah, like, the, you know, AI and chat GTP. I'm sorry, chat GPT. Jesus, I hate that wording. But <laughs> they... Yeah. Yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, well, it thinks that it's a human and she's like going down. And I was like, OK, like you can tell when somebody is like hypothesizing on something and like ex- expounding with their own thoughts instead of giving tangible facts, because she kept saying, oh, well, this is what I've, I've heard. There was a, a group. And I'm like, wait a minute. So you're trying to tell me some conspiracy theory group or some researchers who have all this information like they just exclusively told you. And then you're, you're on Clubhouse telling the entire fucking world. Like it's shit like that that like people actually go miss and I, like they don't re- like they don't realize that stuff. And then what made it worse is the fact that I asked the question that needed to be asked. When you have like these conspiracy theories and stuff about like these data breach like breaches and all this like stuff that's going on in the tech world and how it's the the government's fault and this and this and this, I'm like, but you're talking on Clubhouse where you know mm-hmm. all the conversations are recorded. So we, we right. have we have to start calling a thing a thing, but it also is one of those things. Like, come on, like y- y'all being absolutely ridiculous. When you know you had just said that about the data breach, I'm like, I I understand, and yeah, that poses a threat. But I'm almost guaranteed that they cover that up quicker. Once they covered up, meaning they went and patched that up quicker than they could, right. you know than anything else. It was a priority. Yeah. So again, I just I really have high hopes because I want it to be successful and. Just one data breach for me is not going to scare me. Once they say, oh, they have your data, yeah. your, your data and stuff like that, cool. Like, I'm completely fine with people having my data. And, you know, I've seen that Will Smith movie, Enemy of the State and all that. Like, they already had it anyway. So they're still in stuff that I've already mm-hmm. given. So, right. I mean, like, right. can, I, can I be upset? So, and, then, right. oh, and one last thing, and one, one last thing, and I'm going to be, I'm going to shut up for a second. All of this, you know, the first, like, 20 minutes of us talking with the, the AI Trump and, you know, the data breach and stuff like that. It reminded me of that app that you, you know, you took a photo, you know, you sent them like a couple photos of yourself 
and they took like 120 different photos and different like i forgot what it was called it was like the wave for like two weeks yeah. everybody paid yeah. i forgot what that was called like i felt like that was the beginning for people and you know some mm-hmm. people were like oh I, just, I would never give you know i would never want an ai generated photo of myself and stuff like that but it's like okay cool you don't have to but eventually it's going to be there because mm-hmm. if you if you think that one app is the only one that's selling your intellectual property look at google look at facebook yeah all of them yeah, they true. have your face they've been working on this for years they they intentionally give you google photos with unlimited well they did but unlimited storage they give you up to mm-hmm. 15 gigabytes for free now because they want you to go and give them stuff but what it, they don't tell you or at least what people don't read in the fine print is hey um these photos yeah they're yours forever but they're always going to be backed up on a database and everybody knows right. Google sells their data to the highest bidder. So when you see yeah. these other like apps come up and you're like, how do they make my photos look good? I didn't even pose like that. Trump didn't even pose like that. This photo, there's probably over like 4,000 photos of Trump that they took just in the White House alone. Different poses, different stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, we, we just talked about an app that lets you look straight into the camera. Like, mm-hmm. technology... It's a gift and a curse. I'm just embracing the gifts because, again, it's going to make life so much easier for people. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. And um, I know we said, uh, I know I said we were going to have that last article and move out of the news, but um, something else that you posted um, about Reddit and their transparency report um, Mm -hmm. and how they reported in 2022, they removed uh, 473%. Yep. Sorry, I clicked on it. Bring it to so 473% more subreddits and permanently suspended 244% more user accounts found violating community guidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of, of course, they kind of give the breakdown. Most of it is spams. Like maybe 60% of it is harmful content. Uh, 69% is harassment. Minor sexualization around 58%. Of course, violent content, non-consensual, intimate media, prohibited goods, personally identifiable information was flagged by um, Reddit, uh, also with user reports as well, impersonation. And then, of course, there's another column there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this, this is very important in the age of uh, Elon's Twitter. Um, because when Elon fired the security staff, he also let go of the um, the staff that uh, that takes the Twitter reporting when you want to report tweets. They look at the, that whoever was in that group. He let them go. So that was a great mm-hmm. concern that there wouldn't be a uh, any transparency in Twitter and making sure that it was a, uh, a at least I, I don't know if I could say a safe space because anybody and everybody's on there, but at least there's boundaries, right? Yep. So I think that I think uh, Reddit doing what they're doing, it, it shows that they're they're staying on top of uh, yep. making sure that there are boundaries and that you can't just do what you want to do. So shout out to Reddit for that, definitely. Yep. Sure. But um, now we're now we're officially out of the news, and I think I think I want to say the gadgets for last. Um, I mm-hmm. think. 
since we were talking apps, we can talk about our five productivity apps that make our lives easier. Okay. So, yeah, you can go ahead and start with your five. Um, My five. Ooh, let's, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let me pull out the notes here. So th- there are no particular order for me for my five. Um, Number one for me is Apollo for Reddit. So I'm a big Reddit user. I probably use it. It's like the number three most used app that I've like used on my phone. And it is available for Mac and stuff, but I just really like the user experience. I don't like looking at the regular Reddit at all anymore. I think it just looks really convoluted. There's too much stuff going on with it. But mm-hmm. what makes what makes me feel good about Apollo for Reddit is the developer updates it every month. And it's just one person. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the, it's it reminds me of how tweet how Tweetbot used to be. Where it's yeah. like, okay, one developer made an app, they have a vision and they stuck to that vision and they didn't sell to Reddit. So for me, like Apollo for Reddit is definitely one of my top five. Um, mm-hmm. Number number four, I'm gonna go with Apple Notes. Now, mm. somebody's gonna be like, "Is that an app?" Like it is critical for me um, from podcasting, yeah. getting my thoughts out, um, and just it's the one app that does one thing that I really love that I have not seen another app do, which is rich natural. Like what is it like rich previews? So say if I mm-hmm. take a photo, like or a tweet, not even a photo, a tweet, if I go on Amazon and I look yeah. at all these things, when I put it in there, it's not just a link. I'm a visual person. Yeah. So I like seeing the yeah. links and what they actually yes. mean. So when I go and share a tweet mm-hmm. on like in our text group and it shows it that way, it also shows it in notes as well. When we do the docket mm-hmm. and stuff, like the fact that you can see that it you visualize what you're about to read instead of just saying, okay, it's a link. Right. Like it, it just gives more context to it. So outside of that, yeah. it's collaborative, which I think is really nice. Um yes. it's free. That's a big thing. This is coming from somebody who yes. honestly about fifteen years ago I would have told you like Evernote is life. Like I would just use Evernote for everything. I couldn't tell you last time. I don't even think I have Evernote installed in my phone anymore. That was like my bread and mm-hmm. butter. People are like, oh, they really like Notion. I think Notion, it's it overcomplicates a simple process. I just need like a mm-hmm. landing page, a landing spot for all of my notes. You can, you know, with Apple Notes, you can use hashtags. You can put them in folders. You can make them collaborative. You can have dark mode. You can have tables. Like you can do like editing with like bold italics and underscores and stuff. Like all those things I can get from Apple Notes, and I don't have to pay. For. So that's a big thing for me. And it's probably one of the maybe like the two or three reasons why I still have an iPhone. I've had mm-hmm. like better phones like overall. I'm like, oh, I can customize them. But like at 36, I don't want to customize my phone. I just want it to work. And Apple right. Notes just works for me. I can go and like I can lock my phone and leave it upstairs and then just open my you know computer and my notes are still syncing. That matters to me so much. So mm-hmm. again, yes, yeah. Apple Notes. Number three for me, it's growing, but Poe. Um, I talked about this mm. a little bit earlier. That app that costs $20 a month. Poe has yeah. all of the chat GPT like platforms all in one bundle. It's 20 bucks a month yeah. or $200 a year. And I, I can't justify the price for what they give 
So I've just been using the chat GTP option, uh, option. but yeah. I really hope that over time I go and I use this more. It, it just, it feels like the most complete portable way to do chat GPT because yeah. everything else I've looked at, it feels like it's like a scam. It feels like they released this app. Like when the iPhone first came out and you had like 72 cal- uh, calculator apps and mm-hmm. 40 of them were like bad. There's going to be a lot of yeah. like bullshit apps that have chat GPT. So I'm really hoping that this is the one that people treat as like the Twitter of chat GTP. It's, it's made mm-hmm. by a reputable company. I, I can't say their name is what Quora. Like it's, it's made by them. So I've already trusted them enough for the past, I say 12 to 14 years. I've used them since mm-hmm. honestly, I, I signed up for them the month I signed up for Twitter. So, I mean, mm-hmm. just, just by law numbers, like now that they're in, early with chat gpt that makes me believe in them they have claude they have chat gtp in there they have chat gtp 4 which is a big deal and they have a whole bunch of others so if one is down i can go to another one that is elite for me anyway so that that's three mm-hmm. number number four i'm still on the fence if i wanted to like put this like on the list but then i think about like mm-hmm. its use cases and i'm like you know what yeah this is it fantastic how now, again, if you have an Android, you can't get it. I'm sorry. If you have Mac, you know, mm-hmm. iOS, iPad, fantastic how I can comfortably say it is the best calendar like app you'll ever use. Somebody's like, wow, why not you? It, it's, it's the best. Like it, it costs a lot of money now because developers like, oh, with inflation, it has to go up in price. So it's, I think it's like $11 a month. Which again, mm-hmm. law of numbers is like it's eleven dollars a month, or for the yearly, I think it's like fifty four. I'm like, I'll do the fifty four, but when I can afford the fifty four, it is vital. Mm-hmm. If you've been looking for like, right now I'm looking into this one, and like I've been using Fantastic Call for years, but there's another one called Amy. It's like A M I E, but they've been stalling on releasing like invites and a whole bunch of like things. Uh, I tell people all the time, like, get in on betas and new platforms when they early. That way you can either lock in the price for what you got it at or you right. already know and develop the platform. I think that's why I don't like Notion is because when it was just like in, in infancy, I was like, why would I use this more than Evernote? Why would I use this more than Apple Notes? So now that people mm-hmm. have started to act like Notion is a thing, I'm like, that's great, but it doesn't serve me and how I like have evolved with technology and I don't need things to be that complicated. Fantastic. going back to that, not only is a calendar app, but it's a task manager as well. It like, it, mm. it checks the boxes for me when I go and put in to a, like a calendar appointment What I used to have to do on any other calendar app, like say if I have to get a hair, a uh, haircut or something, right? I go get a haircut mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I know the appointments at 1130. Cool. When I go into the calendar, like Google Calendar or something, I say haircut, and then I have to, you know, look for the time, do the little scroll wheel, 11, then another scroll wheel, zero, zero, then has to do the AM, PM and stuff like Fantastic how you don't have to do that shit. Fantastic how I can literally type in natural language. For anybody who's not familiar with natural language, you type like you speak and it figures it the fuck out. Mm. 
This wow. it was like AI before AI. Uh, I know somebody mm-hmm. like Drake that's like factually incorrect, and it probably is. But for some like your average consumer, knowing that you have a calendar app that you can say haircut at eleven a.m. on Tuesday, and it automatically it puts in the date for you. There's nothing right. better than that. Um, or you can say like remind me tomorrow at three p.m. and it knows that it's not a calendar appointment. But it's a task and it reminds you as a task, not mm-hmm. as an appointment. So it doesn't ah. co- like conflict with your like appointments and meetings and stuff. Like I, I could talk about it for days. But Fantastical is probably one of my favorite apps. I, I don't use it as much as people would say. It's like, well, why is it in your top? It's in my top because when I use it, it's just easy to use. And it yeah. gets me and my brain, it just so it's one of those things where I don't have to use it every day because it functions for me. I don't have to work my way around it. So apps like Todoist and Tick Tick and shit like Evernote and all, all of those, like I don't have to use them. Google Calendar, like it's on my, you know, obviously my browser, but I don't use it because I can sync it with Fantastic Out. Also with appointments, I can go and open up the, like say if I have a meeting tomorrow at one, that meeting that I would have at one, it'll allow me to open it from directly in the calendar app. Not a lot of calendars do that. You also have collaborations, which again, another reason. So I've talked about that enough. The newest one and the reason why it's on my top five is because of my job. And I've said it before, Grammarly. Um, Mm -hmm. Grammarly is a platform for free, but there's a paid version. And I, I hounded yeah. my job down for the paid version because I was like, I don't want to pay for it out of my own money. I want y'all to pay for mm-hmm. it, right? So right. I was between this, I was between this and Canva, but my issue is I haven't really dived into Canva enough. But I know everybody and their mother says how good Canva is. But grammar, right. paraphrasing, summarizing, spell check, all those things for me as somebody who types mm-hmm. fast, talks fast, and like. Sometimes I just don't have the, the time to proofread. Like I'll read it through because I've typed it and then I'll go and look at it. And it's like, okay, is it in the right cadence? Is that in the right flow? And that was a problem that I had mm-hmm. my first couple of weeks at work was like presenting it to the client or putting it in my best mm-hmm. white voice. And it's the best at doing right. it. It is, it is an app that will make you a better, like a better speaker. It'll make you better right. at the language that you're trying to convey to people because how mm-hmm. I speak on this show is how sometimes I type and it's a bad habit, but I, I I've lived the, the, the tech life, if you want to call it, where it's like, like we should be able to have like lingo and conversations and not like this, this formal code when it comes to like the flow of conversation. But I know that's still necessary at work. And Grammarly is the best at parsing my words the way that it should be said. And ever since then, like, I will throw some shit at it and it, it will figure it out. So going just quickly going back to AI and chat GTP, can't wait. When it does happen that I can go and type in something in Grammarly and it just from an educational perspective phrases it perfectly. So all I have to do is put yeah. it in. The, the rest is history. Like I, I don't. You're no longer going to need an editor. You're no longer going to need somebody to proofread. You're not going to need like, oh, this person's thoughts in the because it's going. It's going to be perfect. It's right. I, I cannot wait. But 
Again, that's my top five. I'm sure that there were others, but that five for me, essential. From Apollo, Apple News, I'm sorry, Apple uh, Notes, Poe, again, that can be hit or miss. I'm still playing with that, but right now it feels vital. Um, Fantastic How, easily on there, and Grammarly, I wish I would have actually paid for it when it was, what was it? I think it was $149 for the lifetime membership. Wish I... Mm-hmm. Wish I'd have done that. So again, my last little talking point is this. If you have an opportunity to catch on to something new and it's a price, it might seem expensive. Like right now, the poll is like $20 a year or I'm sorry, $20 a month or $199 a year. I can comfortably say in five years, it's not going to be that price. Mm-hmm. I can absolutely yep. say that. There are a lot of people like Ever, Evernote used to cost three ninety nine. They're trying to charge people fifteen ninety nine now. Wow. Yeah, stuff has changed. Wow. There's been inflation and stuff like that. But if you are what I like to call a legacy person, it pays off. Mm-hmm. I re- I remember when right. YouTube TV was thirty bucks. That was three years ago. The shit is seventy nine dollars now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah. just know, get in early. Just but. Those five, I really, if I had to pick just like one or two, Apple Notes and, God, Apple Notes and Fantastic (laughs) Out. Yeah, but for sure Apple Notes, for sure Fantastic Out. That that app right there is going to change the way that people use calendars. I hated them before. Mm -hmm. God, I, I love that app. What about you? What's your five? Well, before I go into my five, I have to say that Apple Notes has really surprised me within the past year. And I say that as a long-time iPhone user, um, I underestimated the power of Apple Notes. Um, in fact, it was you, Greg, that kind of showed me some features. Like, well, yeah, you know, Apple Notes can do this. It's great for collaboration. That's mm-hmm. how we start uh, a lot of our notes for Black techies now. I, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm amazed. So, yeah, definitely Apple Notes. Um, but to go on to my five productivity apps um when i was putting my list together i just randomly uh went to the ones that i use the most and looking at my list work consumes way too much of my life (laughs) um because a lot of these apps i use at work and starting with number five one note um since working remotely i don't write too many work notes down one, I really mm-hmm. can't because it's a security issue, right? So mm-hmm. I use OneNote to type my notes and I'm able to organize them in tabs. The other best part about OneNote is that I can share my notes with my teammates and mm-hmm. they can, you know, add whatever they need to. So that that's the really good part. Because um, older I get, I definitely need to write things down or else I'll totally forget. Um, <laughs> number four, Microsoft 365. Now, Microsoft has been around for, what, three, four decades now. So Mm -hmm. their foothold in technology will always be cemented. But I think the most uh, great part about Microsoft 365 is that, you know, they're on the cloud now. So Mm -hmm. you can create documents, PowerPoint, spreadsheet, anything you can do on a PC, you can now do on any device. You can do it on your mobile device. You don't do it on your iPad or whatever device that you're using that can access the internet. So 
also includes one uh OneDrive or email through Outlook. Since uh I do have to use my work email and I'm able to do that on my mobile. So yeah, mm-hmm. Microsoft 365. Number three, Grammarly. So that's one thing we had in common, our mm-hmm. love for Grammarly. And I used it heavily in grad school. Um it helped me be less wordy. <laughs> yeah. You know how when you you know you got that deadline, you write those papers and you're just trying to hit yep. those word counts and those paragraphs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So Grammarly kind of shuts you down. Like look, you, you're saying too much and you can really say it yeah. like this, right? And it helps you set a particular tone with your audience. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, have the right cadence. So definitely love Grammarly and you can also use it on your iOS device. So through iMessage. So you can use it there as well if you want to, you know, sound a certain now when, way. <laughs> now, now, question mm-hmm. about that. With Grammarly, with your iPhone, like, do you have to use yeah. a Grammarly keyboard or is it yep. like you can use the stock yep. keyboard? Grammarly keyboard. The Grammarly keyboard. Okay. Well, let me go. Yeah, so the only thing, I, so I think the only thing about that is it it doesn't do auto-correct automatically mm-hmm. but it still okay. it still has a lot of those features so it, it, it's it's really good in, in your iMessage um I'm number two OneDrive. <laughs> yeah so number two is OneDrive. um i think with cloud storage and cloud computing pretty much being uh a long way uh, that's not going anywhere cloud storage cloud computing OneDrive allows uh you to store your documents on the cloud and you can access them pretty much from anywhere um i stored a lot of my um whatever my personal documents were um i used it in grad school so i could still access the schoolwork that i did i also use it at my job as well so i can um, access those documents if I need to make any changes and save it back to OneDrive. I can share with teammates to collaborate. So OneDrive is definitely one of those um, uh, document storage apps that have really made my life easier. And there's a lot of them. I've used Dropbox. I've used Google Cloud. But I think OneDrive for me just seems a little bit more cleaner and streamlined. So that's one of my favorites. Um, last but not least, um, of course, your video collaboration software. So that's Zoom slash Teams. I had, I had to add both of those because if there's two apps that I really use the most at work, it's got to be Zoom and Teams. Um, mm-hmm. they allow you to, uh, chat with your teammates, uh, because the team that I, I work with, we're pretty scattered. So, uh, you can get on a quick Zoom call. You can schedule your Zoom meetings. And the integration into Microsoft Outlook is also the best because if you're setting up meetings and you want to use Zoom, you can go ahead and click that button and um, it'll allow you to uh, add the Zoom meeting with your personal meeting ID or generated one. So, um, and I think Teams does it as well, but Zoom is a lot more easier to do with Microsoft Outlook integration. So. Yeah, those are my those are my top five productivity apps to make my life so much easier. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, but yeah, 
last but not least now, let's get into our favorite gadgets. And I was I'm really looking forward to this because I think I think our shows have been as informative as they are, I think they've been kind of a little heavier um in the tone because there's so much going on with techie that everyone should be aware of. And I think this one is going to be a little lighthearted. So yeah, you want to get into your favorite gadgets? Let me know what Greg is using. Uh, I'm I'm ready to hear this one from you, definitely. How about we go one for one for this one? Just to surprise people. Yeah. So like I give one, you give one. But yeah. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go? I'll let you go first. I went first last time. Okay. Okay. Um, so to start it off for me, I gotta start with the streaming devices. Everybody's got one. If you got a smart TV, yeah, you can stream from there, but more than likely, you as soon as you got your 65 or 70 inch, you definitely ran out and got you a streaming device too. My main squeeze in streaming devices is the Apple TV. <laughs> like, I'm such an Apple head. I had to get the Apple TV to complete the Apple set. So, Apple TV, the fact that I can stream, streamline my apps as far as like logging in by connecting my phone onto the same network. It's what does it for me because I hate typing in passwords to apps. Yep. So yep. I can just connect my app to the TV through my phone, punch in a code or whatever, and I'm I'm all good to go. I can access whatever my Apple Music, my photos, um, Apple TV shows, because, you know, a lot of shows now are really going straight to streaming. So... Um, even Apple TV has really good shows. Um, it can even link to other streaming apps you have on your TV and shows you what's playing next, what you've already watched. <sighs> I mean, there, there's a lot that Apple TV can do, and it, I just love it. But I got to throw out some honorable mentions for streaming TVs because I have several <laughs> here in my house. Um, I'd have to say next up for me is definitely the Roku Hold TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I was wondering, yeah. you sit up next. I'm like, oh, what, what's the next streaming service? I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like I had to do an honorable mention because okay. they all have their own particular purposes, but the main squeeze is definitely Apple TV, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, what, what about you? <sighs> all right. So, you, you stole mine, it's Apple TV for all the same reasons. I ain't going to make it too long-winded, but I will say this. Um, in collaboration to everything you said, I have a history of misplacing the Apple TV remote. I can use my <laughs> phone on any floor yes. and control yes. my TVs. That mm-hmm. right there, it, it sets itself apart from any mm-hmm. other streaming device. And the, the, that was probably one of the three reasons why it outbeat my honorable mention, which I'll say in a second. But also the ability to use your AirPods while connected mm-hmm. to the Apple TV. Yes. And nobody else can yes. nobody else can hear it. That mm-hmm. came in so handy when Skylar was like a baby and like, you know, she mm-hmm. was in our room in the crib. I could just put my headphones in. Yeah, the light and stuff was on, but she's asleep. It's not a light thing. It's a noise thing. Right. And being able to watch right. what I wanted to watch from there, elite. Um, 
having mm-hmm. apps like collaborative apps. I can go and watch Plex on my Apple TV and I can watch it from my iPhone simultaneously. That's a big thing that I didn't right. know about, but somebody put me onto that. Um, just how, how can I put it? If you had a jailbroken fire stick, you, you probably mm-hmm. have more issues with your streaming devices. Like, the, the battery going dead, the device itself going dead. I've never, knock on wood, had an issue outside of the remote not doing, like, the click wheel and all that other stuff, like, not working. Right. That is mm-hmm. the only con I have with the Apple TV is right now the newer remotes. They, like, one of the ones I have doesn't, like, go left. So I have to, like, take it to mm-hmm. Apple or figure it out or something. But still, my favorite, like, it is just, my, my God, it's nice. But the honorable mention dang i wish i i wanted this to be number one so bad but that ability Mm -hmm. to use my airpods and the you know streaming like you can stream apps on your fucking like from your iphone to your like Mm -hmm. to the apple tv right so say it's like there's it's not an app available for the apple tv but you have it on your phone you can stream it from there seamlessly Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a lag. It's not going to look like those, like those Asian fighting movies where their lips are moving but they ain't saying shit. Like mm-hmm. it, it's that. Right. It's that good. But my honorable mention has to be the Nvidia Shield. Now, uh. as a techie, I right now on my basement TV, I have the Apple TV. I have the Nvidia Shield. I have the TV itself is Roku, and I have a Fire Stick. That I unplugged because I'm like, what do I need this for? And obviously I have an mm-hmm. Xbox. But the NVIDIA Shield allows you to like essentially have that jailbroken fire stick, but better because it has expandable memory. I can plug up a two terabyte flash drive or something like that, plug it into there and do what I want with it. Which means, yes, I can have emulators. So mm-hmm. for anybody who is a really big gamer, especially older games you can play sega genesis nintendo 60 all those games that you probably have 15 different consoles sitting out in front of your tv if you have an Mm -hmm. nvidia shield you no longer need that you literally can play all those games from there and the nvidia shield not only comes with a remote like a fire stick it comes with a gaming controller that looks similar to an xbox but it's a gaming controller it's like Mm -hmm. 219 so it's more expensive than apple but the reason for it, again, expandable storage. It has the ability to do emulators. It has all the Google, like it runs from Google Store, like Google Play. So any app that's on Google Play, you can install into the NVIDIA Shield. I'm talking games, apps, wow. all that stuff. So mm-hmm. while I wanted it to be number one, as somebody who's in the Apple ecosystem, Apple just gets me. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, how can I put it? This is actually what made it number one for me. I don't have to teach people who come to my house, including family members, how to use the Apple TV. That was so frustrating with the um, the Fire Stick and even like my built-in like Roku trying to tell people like where to go and how to go and this is what you got to click. Apple TV is so simple because it reminds them of the phone that's in their pocket. Oh, you got a button here. It shows you a TV icon. Guess what? That's a TV button. You got a volume button. It reminds them of a regular remote and a cell phone at yeah. the same time. And the menu is like wow. the big ass app icons are just right there. So, yeah, yeah, hands down, hands down, the Apple TV. 
if you don't have an Apple TV as, you know, mm-hmm. an iPhone user, you're missing out. You probably should get the Apple yes. TV and the Apple iPhone the same day. If you haven't, right. just do them both. Mm-hmm. Just do them both. Yes. And one other thing that I, I totally forgot to mention is that on an Apple TV, a keyboard will automatically pop up on yes. your yep. phone, allowing you to type into the screen. I saw that. I was Amazing. like, wow. I'm, I'm sold. Like, <laughs> Amazing. Because that's, that's the hardest that. part on streaming devices. It's like having yep. to kind of scroll your 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 click button over to the letter, and then it's like, oh, I hate doing that. But yes, I can just type it in like I normally would anything else. Game changer. But yeah, my next gadget that I just couldn't live without, of course, being Apple head, I have an Apple Watch. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. So currently. Yeah, so currently I have the Series 7, which kind of made me mad because as soon as I upgraded to the 7, they dropped the 8 and then the Ultra. But, you know, I'm going to get those. But yeah, the Series 7 Apple Watch. I mean, what can't the, uh, the watch do? I mean, you can now, with a recent update, you can now reply better to your iMessages. You know, before on the previous Apple Watches, you had to do like this scribble thing in order to reply. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. I, I just I just couldn't get with that at all. But Mm-mm. with this new one, it has an integrated small keyboard. So you can actually type in your replies um, along with voice uh, recognition as well. So you can do like voice text as well. So that's awesome. The activity feature, all the health feature, I think is big for me in general. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're working out and you want to check out your heart rate, your blood oxygen feature, I I, I think that if you have a um, a health condition like something with your heart, it can actually um, do like a, I guess like a mini EKG to kind of scan mm-hmm. for uh, atrial fibrillation. And I'm pretty sure that's a game changer for a lot of people because it can help you um, catch on to those ailments a little bit earlier, right? Um, mm-hmm. Excuse me. It looks at your blood oxygen. There's a, an app on there that's integrated that checks that just to see how how good oxygen is flowing throughout your body because you can't live without it, right? But also on mm-hmm. the activity side, you know, it tracks your workouts. Um, and if you have the Nike Apple Watch, like I know I do, and I think you do too, right? Um, they have the workouts that are seamlessly integrated into the watch. So you can pick a workout and it kind of just tracks everything from there. Um, you can do like set goals. You can, Mm -hmm. you know, have your, you know, your partners, you can share with your friends. You can see what they working out on. You you can see your workout, things like that. But also they have the, uh, Apple pay feature. Um, Mm -hmm. Pretty much, it pretty much can do anything. Like, you store your music on there. I've stored out al- uh, digital albums on there, and I can just listen to it on my iPhone. Um, I mean, on my Apple Watch when I'm away from my phone. I can hook up my Bluetooth earphones to it. And I mean, it's really amazing. It's amazing to see what they've added as time has gone yep. on, to be honest. Yep. So, but yeah, Apple Watch definitely. Okay. Well, okay, so clearly we two for two on Apple. Um, I didn't pick the Apple Watch, though, because 
as much as I love, like I have the Ultra, I love the Ultra. Um, I feel like I'm not using it for its full capabilities outside of like the, the mm. fitness aspect of it. Like, yeah, I, I know just she texts, you know, like she talks into it to send text messages. She, when she's driving, she does like a whole bunch of stuff with the watch. I just simply wear it now do the fitness mm-hmm. when I want to do the fitness. I see my goals watch, but it has all those use cases. But my Apple product is, I don't even know if I was going to put this on it, but it's the Apple iPad mini six. Mm, yeah. Um, it's the best iPad on the market today. Mm. You, you've heard somebody's going to be is like, great. The, what are yours? Recent one? It's, it's the more recent one, but it's the small. So they have like the, the iPad mini, they have the iPad air and they have the iPad pros. Right. You don't need an iPad pro. You want an really? iPad. Really? Okay. Yeah. I had to come to that conclusion that, you know, oh, I like the, the magic keyboard. But it's like, yeah. in all practicality, you're not typing on that. Most people have a MacBook. Right. Let your MacBook mm-hmm. do MacBook things. And the only reason I say that is because your iPad still has iPad OS, which is essentially mm-hmm. a big brother to iOS. It doesn't allow you to use wow. those MacBook apps and stuff like that. So there's nothing pro mm-hmm. about it. It's just a bigger screen than your phone. It's a bigger screen than the yeah. Mini. Let me explain why the Mini is the best. The Mini is the combination of like a phone, a tablet, an ebook, a Kindle, mm, and yeah. the iPad all together. You can put cellular yeah. on it, so if you need to take FaceTimes and stuff. But the iPad Mini, ironically, has fucking features that some of the iPad Pros don't have. It has when you wow. do FaceTime, when you move. Yeah, I, I was surprised by it as well. When you on FaceTime, right? You know how they have it for, I think, the big pro, like the 12.9-inch iPad Pro. Mm -hmm. When you move over, it follows you. So, like, if you're presenting Mm -hmm. something on FaceTime, you can, like, move, and it'll move, like, the camera with you, like, internally. The iPad Mini does uh that. It does that, and it's, like, $329. The only problem I've had with the iPad Mini is I only have, like, I think it's, like, is either 128 or 256 gigs and somebody would say right. well greg you don't really need that much when you're traveling yeah and mm-hmm. you gotta download a 28 gigabyte movie 256 right. ain't nothing i mm-hmm. my ipad pro was one terabyte my uh my macbooks are both two terabytes or more like i think my work one is like wow it's maybe like one or two and the 14 inch one that i have that i bought before i got this job ironically i got this one not spec'd out but i wanted the sd storage so mm-hmm. you know you, it's soldered in so i wanted to make sure i had that right but the ipad mini it it can fit in a woman's purse it can fit in a man's back pocket mm-hmm. comfortably wow um people are like well does it work with the magic keyboard i tell people go get the the portable logitech mx key mini it's better than Apple's keyboard. It's better than any mm. like $200 keyboard that you're going to buy from Apple. It just doesn't mm-hmm. charge, you know, like it doesn't just snap to the back of your iPad. The issue right. that you have with that compared to the Apple iPad mini is 
the iPad mini knows what it is. It is that device when your phone is charging, but you want to still have continuity, you pull out the iPad mini. A lot of mm-hmm. people who have iPads like, man, I want to sit on the couch and just, you know, just doom scroll or watch a movie while, like, you know, while your partner's laying there or whatever and they're watching the big TV, you want to be able to watch the iPad. And yes, there are circumstances like that. But for, I think, like you and I and like tech, like techies, if you want to call us that, we mm-hmm. want a device that you can go to the bathroom and sit yeah. there and it doesn't feel like you just carry it around your, your iPad. I'm sorry, your MacBook without the keyboard. That's what an iPad mm-hmm. Pro is to me. It's essentially your MacBook without the keyboard. The iPad Mini Pro 6, I'm sorry, was it the iPad Mini 6, is easily, hands down, the best iPad that I have used. I, and when I say that, I have, well, actually I had because I sold it. I sold my 2018 iPad Pro because mm-hmm. I, was de- I was determined to get the most value out of that four-year-old iPad before the newest one came out, you know, came out mm-hmm. and they haven't. And when they did come out, with a new version of an iPad, they just changed the chip. It was the exact same iPad. Mm. There was no innovation. Wow. There. The camera, the camera was still garbage. Like it, it was, it was so fucking weird how they mm-hmm. like frame, how they framed it. Because I'm a believer. If you have a 11 inch or a 12 inch iPad, the camera should be on the side of the iPad and not on the top. That that was my right. biggest problem with an iPad Pro. Like you should have at least not one, two cameras on an iPad because most people when they do FaceTime they're doing it in landscape. But when mm-hmm. you have the iPad, like those bigger iPads, if you turn them sideways, you have to look at the side of your iPad in order to do that. You don't have to right. do that with the mm-hmm. iPad Mini because it looks just as good in portrait as it does in landscape. The battery oh. life is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is amazing. Like I've gone uncharged for like three days with it on. That's how I know wow. the iPad mini is good. And and my last point for why I like it, as somebody who is like, and you mentioned this earlier about being like a note taker, but there's like security issues and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. works with the new generation iPad pencil. So, oh, all your, okay. so how you have like one note and, you know, even yeah. though that's a collaborative tool, you still have the ability to write on that. If you get the Apple, wow. I, um, the Apple iPad Mini Six, and you get the Apple Pencil, the total will probably cost you between four and five hundred bucks, right? Mm-hmm. But now you can write those notes that you want to write. You can watch those videos you want to watch. You can use those apps like TikTok and Twitter and even Stereo from there. Bluetooth, Stereo. It mm-hmm. also works, and I know it's going to sound crazy. A remote for your Apple TV. It, it, it checks ah. all the boxes. So. Mm-hmm. I tell anybody who's like, oh, I'm in the market to get an iPad, just get the mini. You're going to be mm-hmm. upset. You'll be happy for like a month or two that you got the iPad Pro because you either got a mm-hmm. trip coming up. You're like, oh, I want to watch movies. But the day in and day out situations, the iPad mini is going to get everything done. So that's why that is on my list. I, I fucking love that. Oh, my God. I'm about to go and get mine now from upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm convinced because I know I'm I'm shopping for a new iPad, and I sure enough looked at the Pro. Like, mm-hmm. the big screen, which is like, ooh. Like, I was fascinated yep. with the big screen and all of that, but now it's like, okay, I'll, I'll look at the at the Mini. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely um, look at that Mini. So, for my next app, um, more on the security side, 
Uh, I, I recently bought, I, I, well, I've been looking at security cameras for a while now, and I just wasn't sure if I should get one. Um, so I was in Best Buy one day and I was like, oh, okay, that one it was only about maybe $30. So I got the Blink video doorbell. Um, so that's my first security camera. Uh, and so far I really like it. I can see what's going on. I can set it for motion detection. So if anyone even walks by my door close to it, uh, I can see the footage, right? Which is really important because, you know, especially if you get in packages, you can see who may be porch pirating or who may be trying to go near your property. I mean, security cameras are a must have um, Mm -hmm. for your residents at this point. Um, I like it. I can integrate it into my Alexa. So if I'm using my um, Amazon TV, Fire uh, TV box, um, I can get a notification there. If the doorbell rings, it integrates seamlessly into Alexa. Um, if I'm away, I can um, check the app and get a live video stream footage of what's going on. So that that's all the good part. My my con for this app though is the fact that the battery is leaves little to be desired. It drains batteries so quickly. So that means you have to turn off the motion detection, right? So that means you can't really um, see what may be going on all the time in real time. You can see what's going on maybe when the um, the doorbell is rang. Also, what I've noticed, unfortunately, is that the live streaming feature doesn't work all the time. But then again, I guess I realized since I played only maybe $30, $40, I guess, you get what you pay for. It's a nice starting point. But yeah. I did edit this anyway for security reasons and the fact that I'm nosy mm-hmm. and like see all of my surroundings Same. all the time. So, yeah. Same. Now, really quick, since you brought up security, like, I don't know how I didn't think about that. I'm like all in on Nest. Um, I have Nest cameras. I have the Nest home hubs. I have mm-hmm. like just all Nest products. I've done... Apple HomeKit. I don't like Apple HomeKit because you only have the security for seven days. If I'm out of town, mm-hmm. I'm usually out of town for longer than three or four days. So if I have, like, say, for example, like WrestleMania, by the time you get back, that footage is probably erased of whatever happened. Right. So mm-hmm. I wanted, you know, something more. I already had Nest cameras that I had reviewed, and I was like, thank God I kept them and didn't sell them. Because what I used to do is I used to take products I had and if they sat in a drawer for longer than six months I would take them to the pawn shop and just make money off of them right but mm-hmm. for the nest it was something about it that made me keep it like the home hubs and stuff it is vital for me for security the nest app is yeah. garbage because they're trying to trans they're trying to move everything from the nest app to the google home app and I know people don't trust um google at all but Having 90 days of footage on, like, your account, I think it's, like, $12 a month, but it's unlimited. Yeah. Like, I can mm-hmm. see 24 hours of whatever's going on. Like, I caught my dog humping a pillow before. I've, like, <laughs> seen, like, I was on vacation, and luckily, my nest had caught the garage door. Like, I, I didn't lock it for some reason. And, you know, we had just mm-hmm. moved here. And we just had a regular lock. Like, we had changed the lock, but it was a regular lock. It wasn't one of those 
deadbolt locks to make sure that if the wind blew, it opened up, which it did through the garage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And I would have not known without that. The alarm, I think the alarm went off, all these things. So I feel like between the Nest cameras, the Nest doorbell camera, which again is awesome. I would say get the wired, don't get the, um, what do you call it? The battery operated one. And the reason why is that mm-hmm. one lasts less than the blink. And yeah, it tries to capture everything, like the motion detection. But in my neighborhood, not a lot of people walk by. It's animals. And it can detect animals, mm-hmm. pets, and like all those things, which, again, drain the battery. So yeah. I, I really stand by them. If you like Simply Safe, I'm not too familiar with them. I definitely tell people don't get them ADT cameras. They garbage. I have one. And honestly, I unplugged it because it was just like it was making awareness like notifications that weren't even happening it's like oh a squirrel and i'm like okay mm. like, I, I didn't ask for that so that that's just my right. little honorable mention for security it wasn't on my list but definitely honorable mention um my second one so i've already talked about the apple tv and the apple um ipad mini 6 the dji mm. mic so and as everybody knows, I do like YouTube, TikTok, and stuff like that. But talking from your AirPods, like, I don't say they're bad, but for certain platforms, like, you want to have, like, professional, like, quality audio, especially when you're outside right. recording something. If, if I'm playing ball or something like that, I want you want to have a microphone. If I'm outside or even in the house, like, the AC will come on. It's like, fuck, like, I, I can hear it. Come on, right? The mm-hmm. DJI mic connects to, like, my camera. Like I have a Sony ZV-E10. It can connect to that. So when I want to record from there, I don't have to use one of those boom mics where I like have it above something and I have to talk at it. I can like I can clip it to my shirt. It doesn't show on my shirt if I have a dark shirt because it has a magnet that you can put on the front and then you have the microphone in the back. It has, uh, I think you can walk up to like 400 feet. I believe, like, don't quote me, but I know you can walk a far distance away from your phone or your camera and it will still hear you crystal clear. So the uh. DJI mic is like, my God, I, I love this thing so much. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what I would do without it. That's why I leave it in the house. I'm like, no, nah, that shit is staying in the house for as long as possible. So that that's mm-hmm. my um, number three, my honorable mention because I think I have too many Apple products, the Apple AirTags. Mm, so yeah. that, it, it's, it's controversial, but previously I've used a Tile, and I love Tile, but the networking behind Tile is garbage. Like, if I, I've accidentally lost, like, my house and car keys on U Street, and I still look at Tile today, and it still says it's on U Street, and I walked past this wow. place like multiple times and i know those keys aren't there this happened seven years ago apple mm-hmm. the air tags allow you to like say if i tell you to hide my like house keys in my refrigerator right mm-hmm. it will like if i look at my phone to find out where it is i can go into each like room or whatever it'll tell you like okay you're 15 feet away you're eight feet away you're two feet away and then the closer you get or whatever, like it'll start pulsating your phone and then you just open up wherever you are and you find it without doing the, mm-hmm. the weird ass beeping thing. And the reason why I say that's big, say if 
for like I don't want to like speak it into existence, but say if somebody has a kid or say if somebody has a pet, that pet gets away, but you put an air tag on their collar or you put a air tag in their like, you know, just stitched into their clothes, right? You'll always mm-hmm. be able to find them. Like that uh-huh, for me okay. is like premium. So again, the DJI mic and the air tag, that's my three out of five. So what about you? What's your next one? So my next one, um, in the spirit of WrestleMania, um, one of the mandatory items I must take with me to WrestleMania are portable batteries. Now, there's a lot of events. You're probably on the go. You're ripping and running. You're taking a lot of pictures on your phone, a lot of video. And if you're like me, you want that video to be crisp as possible. So you're using the 4K feature on the video. <laughs> so your battery is going to drain quick, fast. So you definitely need a portable battery. Um, to give you that quick charge. And if you're like me, you like things to be small and portable as possible. And that's where Anchor comes in because they're pretty much my favorite brand for portable batteries. Um, one most notable one is the Anchor 621 magnetic battery. Um, mm-hmm. as we know now, Apple has the, uh, mag, uh, mag safe feature on the back where you can just, um, Clip your batteries on the back toilet and it'll charge your phone automatically. Um, arguably my favorite piece, especially if you're attending like um, arenas, because, you know, you, you're not allowed to carry big bags mm-hmm. or um, it has to be a clear bag. So I like carrying my clutch when I go to different wrestling events. So it fits into my clutch. You know, if I need a charge, yep. I can clip it on really quick. Give me a quick charge. I think the most charge I've gotten out of it is a full one and like a piece of a charge so mm-hmm. it really does come in the clutch um they actually updated the model to include a pop socket grip grip so if you know those mm-hmm. little pop sockets so now you know it can be actually a part of your phone you don't have to put it in your uh your clutch or your pocket so you, you know you can mm-hmm. kind of reduce the kind of stuff you're carrying but it it Carrying portable batteries to sporting events, especially at WrestleMania, where it's like a full day affair, is is crucial. And I remember you yep. telling me a few years ago, like make sure you carry at least two yep. <laughs> to the actual event because you're there mm-hmm. all day. You can't bring your your plug in charger to plug in nowhere, basically, because mm-hmm. if you're out of if you're out of battery, you're out of luck. Um, yep. It really came in handy. Um, in 2019, when I went to Mania in New York, mm-hmm. um, and I and I told the story uh, on our uh, WrestleMania prediction show about how I was pretty much caught in the rain trying to get back to Manhattan to the hotel. Well, mm-hmm. um, I had I think I had like three portable charges on me. And there was a gentleman and his son that was pretty stranded as well. And his phone was dead. So what I did, I just gave the gentleman one of mine, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, so he can charge, he can charge his phone, you know, they can be safe or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, portable charges, definitely by anchor as well. They're, they're probably the best yep. that I've seen so far. Yep. So definitely top notch. Yeah. Like 
I didn't even you think about all the tech that like ah, fuck how am I not putting these on the list the goddamn battery packs how, you know? <laughs> yeah. so for, for me um, I'm going to say my next one on the list is my DJI Osmo 6 now the reason why this is one of my mm. top is because I feel like if you are a content creator it is vital for you to have a tripod a good tripod that mm. it how can i put it like it's versatile right i have mm-hmm. plenty of tripods i have this other one that i wanted to put on the list but it's not as good as this dgi and mm-hmm. the reason why i got it specifically this dgi osmo 6 is because it works with the dgi mic um so i can like plug it in and everything like that but it's a tripod slash gimbal I call it a tripod. Some people call it gimbal. I think the word gimbal is corny. It has the ability when I'm going live on TikTok or something like that, or if I'm on a mm-hmm. like meeting from my phone, I can throw it in my back pocket, throw it in my bag. It's not bulky. It doesn't have to like sit in the water pocket of my backpack and just look like I'm like carrying like twelve thousand dollars worth of like camera equipment or something. It's it's just yeah. super simple. It has auto tracking, which I thought was like amazing so if i'm and you can't do it from tiktok but you can do it from their like companion app i can mm-hmm. be auto tracked when i'm walking around doing my tutorials so i no longer need a cameraman i can you know gotcha. set it up and then i can just move around as i want to the, this thing i haven't had it long but the value of it is is just so good i don't i don't think i would ever like know what to do without a gimbal now or a tripod because regardless of where you are you want to be able to like capture that moment this has the tripod it has the gimbal and it has a built-in fucking selfie stick now somebody would say greg is 2020 this is 2023 who uses selfie sticks you'd be surprised Mm Right. Have you ever been somewhere where you try to take a photo of what's going on around you and all you see is you, your shoulders, and the sh- shoulders beside you, and you want to actually see right. it? Selfie sticks matter. That When I say they do, I'm not saying go and get that one from five below that is just a selfie stick. <laughs> get one that can yeah. like collapse and be usable. So th- mm-hmm. this is now become a, a not not as vital as the previous ones, but this is one of those pieces of tech that I never appreciate it because I always thought just geeks walk around with gimbals and people who are really big into like photo and videography. But mm-hmm. with us being content creators, podcasters and stuff like that, I want everybody to at least get j- just a tripod. You don't have to go get a gimbal, get you a tr- a good tripod because you're taking photos of your family and stuff like that. You have something mm-hmm. you can set it up on. Um, preferably get one with MagSafe. 2023. Mm. If your if your if your product doesn't have MagSafe, I won't buy it. I, I just I, mm-hmm. I I refuse. Um, right. Which I guess I guess that was going to get to my last one, but I'll leave that alone. But all MagSafe for me in 2023. Battery packs, right. like chargers, all that stuff. Like I need that versatility, mm-hmm. especially if we're going to go yeah. into like not giving me USB C. Just give me MagSafe. I'm completely fine with the back of my phone being a little bit hot, but I don't have to mm-hmm. worry about fraying cables and oh i gotta bring this cable right. give me my mag safe mm-hmm. so mag safe yeah and the dji osmo six like this i'm holding it now i, I really love this thing <laughs> i didn't think i would 
but I, I love it mm-hmm. the more I use it. So it is definitely on my, my vital list. What about you? What's your other one? Hey, honestly, that that was all I had listed down. It was like those were the okay. ones that immediately came to mind. And okay, yeah, I'm, I'm actually I was actually more interested in hearing what yours were because, mm-hmm. like I said, you do so many reviews on so many cool yep. gadgets, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I want to see well, what Greg working with. Yeah, and I mean, I have like a lot of like honorable mentions, but it's like that that would take too long. I can just throw a couple out there. Um, yeah. if you work from home, I feel like getting a Thunderbolt 3 dock, like the one from like OWC, mm. it costs $140, mm-hmm. but it has SD ports. It has eight, um, USB-A, USB-C, because, you know, a lot of things still come with USB-A. So that mm-hmm. matters. Um, another piece of tech that I like, I live and breathe for, it actually sits in my little, um, accessory. This should be a part of my vital tech. But I'm looking at it right now while we're talking is a peak design bag for your gadgets. When I open mine up, I have this this one item that even I know when we went to um, where do we go? We Not Miami. No, it was Miami because that was the first time I was like, I walked around with that 10,000 milliamp um, like, no, it's like 20,000. It was one of those big bricks I had to put in like my Mm -hmm. like. They've gotten smaller over time, which is good. So I'm mm-hmm. very appreciative yeah. of that. But now, yes, you still carry that. I want people to get this thing called the Ugreen Gan X 100. This was the last thing that was on mm-hmm. my list. It is a four-port charger. Four ports. Wow. And mm-hmm. I, I'll explain why. When you're in an airport... I can guarantee you need to charge more than one thing. I can right. almost guarantee it. You have mm-hmm. to charge up your watch. You have to charge up your phone. You have to charge up an iPad. You have to plug up your MacBook. But you got to have sufficient power. The, this thing fits in the palm of my hand. It's about like 70 bucks. So somebody's like, a wall charger that's 70 bucks? Let me explain why it's so much. It's the, like, it's 100. Like, when I say, uh, like, GAN 100. This thing mm-hmm. will fully charge your MacBook while simultaneously charging three other devices. Three from one power brick. And it's, it fits in the, the palm of your hand. It can fit in the clutch. If you like, say mm-hmm. you're going to WrestleMania, you got your battery pack, yes. But if your battery pack dies, now, and I know it's like, dang, you're just like advancing tech with more tech. But every once right. in a while, you make like, you go to a bar, right? You're like, dang, I wish I had a charger to charge mm-hmm. my phone. You can carry this, and it can literally fit in your purse. It's called the Ugreen Gan X100, and I'm just I'm looking at the mm. actual like name for it. When it says 100, it's like 100 watts, so it'll sufficiently charge up to I think a four, 14, yeah, 14 inch MacBook Pro with other devices attached at its normal charging speed. So instead of that weird ass white wow. brick. It will charge your MacBook. It'll also charge the iPhone, Android, or whatever you got. But it has mm-hmm. three USB-C ports, and it has one USB-A port. Just in case you got, like, a legacy, like, thing that you need. This, this mm-hmm. I live and breathe by. It does not leave my, like, essential tech kit. So that that's in there. Um, wow. I guess since we're going through the... Yeah. I, 
I stand by it. I love Anchor, but Ugreen is like a close second. And the reason why is they've come out with shit that Anchor came out with, but it wasn't successful or it just it wasn't practical. Mm. You you yeah. has a a six port um like it's a it's a big one though. It's kind of big. It's it's about the size of it's about, it's about the, the length of an iPhone, right? And it's six ports, but it has what five USB C and one USB A. That's the one you mm-hmm. carry with you on a trip when you got you know I'm staying at a hotel. I'm just put all my shit here. Boom. And mm-hmm. you know, you're charging everything right. all at once. That's the one you want. Um, mm. I, I mentioned it with the iPad mini and Apple pencil. It, to me, it's, a, you know, essential. Um, this one, I, I'm still waiting to do the review when I keep bullshitting is the sand disc. It is a portable SSD. Now somebody like, great. Oh, why do you need an okay. SSD? SSDs for me are vital for photos, video, like editing and stuff like that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I, need, I need an SSD. I, I carry a one terabyte with me all the time and I keep the four terabyte at home. The reason why is the four terabyte one, thank you to SanDisk, they send it to me. That shit is like eight, nine hundred dollars, which wow. is expensive. The mm-hmm. one terabyte one usually goes on sale for like, you know, a hundred, hundred and twenty. But it's what I would use if I'm traveling with my MacBook, if I got to go like to a work convention or if I have to just go somewhere, like even on a trip and I just carry my MacBook. I'm like, all right, cool. I need extra storage. I'm getting this. If you went and got the like a base model iPad or even a MacBook, you get you an SSD. And the reason why is it will back up your MacBook. It will also add additional storage to it. That is another essential for me. That I'm like it. It ha- it does not leave the bag. Um, mm-hmm. Other little like knickknacks and stuff in this bag, like dongles. Some people are like Craig. Like we don't need dongles anymore. The MacBooks have the ports and stuff back. Every once in a while, you're gonna need a dongle. I'm gonna just let y'all know that. Like clear as day, you're gonna need it. Um, and finally, this is gonna sound crazy for tech. Um, I'm a huge fan of electric toothbrushes. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge fan, but the Quip toothbrush is my go-to when I'm going somewhere. I take it to work. I take it on a trip. Like I, I don't like using the ones from CVS. Like you go get that little like nine ten dollar one, and you use it, and it got yeah. that big ass base to it. Like this can fit in my backpack. It can fit in my back pocket. It. I think it runs for like a US, uh, not a USB-A, but like a a AAA battery, and it lasts forever. So that's another piece of tech. I'm trying to think of one other piece of tech. One one other mm-hmm. really good piece of tech that I think everybody should have is at your bedside, a three-in-one charger. Most of, like you yeah. said, you have an iPhone, you got the Apple Watch, and you got AirPods. Getting a mm-hmm. three-in-one charger, like one from, the one that I have upstairs is the Belkin. I really like it because it has MagSafe. It has the Apple Watch charger, and it has a base for the um, the AirPods, but it only needs one cable. It's a, like a proprietary cable that mm. comes with it. All I do is just plug it behind yeah. the nightstand, and it charges everything up. So you don't have to hurry. If, oh, well, I got my lightning cable hanging from the you know dangling from the bedside or something like that. Like no, just slap it on you know the you know on the phone at the end of the night, 
boom, it just works. I I don't know how people just don't have that. Like your nightstand should have that. That that's a vital piece of home tech that I tell people. If you're looking for something to charge your phone, get you a three in one. Don't go and buy Apple's. Um, what is that? Mm-hmm. The one that they have the 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 two where it's like a charge for watching your phone because it still needs yeah. USB A and Lightning. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Every accessory you get from now on should only have USB C capability or USB to yeah. Lightning because micro mm-hmm. USB is being phased out. Proprietary cables are fine if it's like the Belkin thing because like it's only going to be in one spot. You're not traveling with that, right? But right. USB C mm-hmm. will allow you to and a good USB C. I tell people get U Green, get Anchor, and get like the braided cables. Don't go get just the regular ones with the silicone because those fray. They die and you end up having yeah. to try to tie them into a knot. Get the braided; mm-hmm. it's just easier. And get a six foot cable. Stop buying the the one and a half foot or the three foot because yeah. wherever you're going now, it, it's, it's not going to be worth it. Just get that. U Green has a really good one, which again, just another honorable mention. Get you a really good um, L shape U Green. I'll, I'll send you the link for it as well. They have it for both USB C and for Lightning. I use it when I'm like at like down here podcast or something. I have it in every or every room of the house, which is an L-shaped yeah. just cable. What it does is it sits flush with the bottom of your phone so it's not just sticking out at you. Mm-hmm. So say like it's still a regular cable, but it sits at the bottom kind of like flat instead of coming sticking out, looking like a Q tip. So Again, that's just another piece of tech. Um, a dumb piece of tech, if you want me to just say this last thing, a mm-hmm. scalp massager. Scalp massager. I bought one mm-hmm. last week. It is from uh, Comfire, uh, C-O-M-F-I-E-R. This mm-hmm. fucking thing is amazing. It was like 20 bucks on Amazon, and it massages your scalp. Mm-hmm. Like me, I take like ah. I have to take like hair medicine now. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just go and you know, I'm doing the stuff myself and rubbing it in. I was like, no, let me just get a scalp massager, but I didn't want to pay like mm-hmm. bevel 150 bucks. So went on Amazon, right. got this, it's nice, it works in the shower, it's completely waterproof, and it it looks silly as hell. I ain't gonna front, but it's again <laughs> a vital piece of tech. Um right. I'm trying to think of any other things. Um, da, 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 da. The only thing I can really think of, and I'll have more next week, is a home thermometer, like a smart, just like when you're cooking your meats, yeah. you can check to see what the temperature is, like automatically. Mm-hmm. People, people really front on those, and they try to guesstimate what their like steaks and chicken are. That's why your shit just look really terrible. Just go and get a smart thermometer. The one that I have, again, I'll look for that, and I'll say it next week. I'll remind myself. It was maybe like twenty nine bucks worth every penny when i go out and grill Mm. i can just you know stick the probe into the meat and you you know use it that way they have wi-fi versions of it that while they're nice i don't want to attach any like you know stuff like that like really high tech stuff to a gas stove it it just seems like a Mm -hmm. recipe for fire so i just say just get you a regular probe app my like the tech dji mic dji uh, osmo apple tv ipad mini six the Comfire, mm-hmm. um, 
what's it called? The scout massager. And I'm sorry, I think that'll be my fifth. And, and I'm done. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But 